Hello, and welcome to another episode of A German and a Catholic Go to a Movie. Now, you're probably just as shocked as we are to find that we're actually doing this episode fairly quickly after the last one, seeing the previous one took eight months to get made. We are not in the future, Jared, and this is six months later. This is really <laughs> just one week later. Yes, there's been a wrinkle in time, a wrinkle in time. <laughs> No, we're committed, at least for this week. Now, I'm here. I'm Jared, in case you're a new listener. And at the end of the line, all the way from Copenhagen, is Gregor, Germany's favourite fame baby. Hallo und uh, viele Grüße vom uh, Dänischen Rundfunk an alle da draußen. Hi, hi. Ja, hier Gregor, ich R.E. Gerhard. Well, for all the Germans out there, I hope you understood that because I certainly didn't. But today... I was even, uh, sorry, Terry, there was even some Danish mixed in, probably terrible Danish, but you know how well I am with the Aussie accent, so that's about <laughs> in my Danish level. Right, maybe the next episode, I'll pretend I'm you and you can pretend you're me and we'll just mix it up for all the fans out there. Good day, mate. <laughs> das ist gut. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we've had a, a heavy Netflix watching week and we made the mistake, or should I say Gregor made the mistake, of requesting Fighterhead, which is a relatively new Netflix release starring Chris Hemsworth. It's probably the only recognisable name in it. To be fair, Miles Teller is uh, fairly uh, famous now, especially with Top Gun 2, I think. He has an uh, 80s moustache in Top Gun 2, probably like you back in the day. <laughs> I was in a brand. What are you talking about? Gregor has a special message for all our listeners out there. Hello, oi oi, Aussie Aussie, hi hi. Oh dear. We are going to go right away into spoilers here. If you want to see the movie without being spoiled, have a look at it. I think we can say right away, it's not a must watch, but it's also not a super terrible movie in my opinion. So if the topic interests you, give it a watch. But we are going to go right into spoilers, just as a warning. Thanks for covering that off, Gregor, and saving all our viewers from having their dreams smashed. This is a prison drama of sorts. Not an entirely successful one, but we'll get into that a bit later. I'll get Gregor to give a quick synopsis. Take it away, Germany. Danke. Yeah, so basically we're following the main character, Chef, played by Miles Teller. You could say he's part of an experiment which is taking place on a beautiful island in what suspiciously looks like Australia, but we it can get into that later. Some of the outdoor scenes were filmed in Australia. I thought that when I saw the light. I remember thinking some of this has been filmed in Australia. I think it's basically completely filmed in Australia, yeah. Um, but I'll get into that later. I even was on location, though not involved in the movie, luckily. Basically, we're following Jeff. He's part of an experiment in this facility called Spiderhead. It's on a beautiful island somewhere in Australia. This experiment consists of the members of the experiment being introduced to a variety of drugs. They induce, you could say, different emotions, different moods. This experiment is led by a charismatic guest uh, rip on modern uh, tech gurus like Steve Jobs, Elon Musk, uh, Jeff Bezos type. Played by Aussie Chris Hemsworth. His name is Abnesi in the movie. So basically, the movie evolves around this experiment. As the original short story, a New Yorker short story, it's based on says, it also evolves around Escape from Spiderhead because this facility is called Spiderhead. What are your What are your first thoughts about the movie, Jared? It's, it's like the the movie's got the wrong design. I felt because it's supposed to be, you know, a prison facility that's like a luxury building, beautifully designed in the middle of a beautiful island. 
and you've got Chris Hemsworth, who, you know, is supposed to be a scientist who looks like a model and has really nice glasses, I have to say. Really nice glasses. Yeah. They, they sort of stole the show. I was thinking, well, look at those glasses. I, I, wa I was uh, thinking if I should start wearing glasses because, yeah, these look uh, handsome. But maybe you also need the Chris Hemsworth face for it. The whole movie just wasn't quite – no one seemed to be quite well cast. Like the main fellow that plays Jim, what was his name again? Who's the actor? Uh, Chef. Um, and What's the it? actor's name is <laughs> it's a very generic name actually. the actor's name is Miles Teller uh, I found him very good in Whiplash if you've seen that one no, I haven't seen that one but it was kind of like Instagram guys in a nice architecturally designed prison with beautiful technology because they have these little packs that they put on them that inject them automatically with various drugs to you know make them either love or hate or get violent or whatever They were called like a Moby pack, and it looks really fantastic. So the look of it is really good. But I thought that worked against the grittiness of the film because they're supposed to be in a prison, but it just seemed to be like everyone was in a modern house just wandering around. Chris Hemsworth's an interesting actor. He reminds me a bit of when Jude Law first came out and they tried to push him in America, like a good-looking guy, but just doesn't seem to quite hit. Like, has movies that go okay, but everyone thinks he's good-looking and he gets a reasonable amount of publicity and... But it just doesn't seem to quite hit. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't think he's as famous as he should be. Yeah. I mean, yes, that's a, uh, uh, I'm actually, uh, for me, Jared, uh, I would say that I found Chris Hemsworth to be the best part of the movie. To be fair, uh, personally, I don't think it's a great movie. So maybe that doesn't say a lot, but he did a very interesting job. And then he's becoming more versatile as an actor. I think originally he was more supposed to be that pure action hero. So I'm, I'm not so sure that <laughs> that shoot law comparison for me works 100%. Mm. But I know what you mean. He, the moment, I would say he's probably one of the most busy actors. He shoots out like one movie after another. I'm not 100% sure this is helping his uh, resume. Another good point you made was on the location. As it turns out in the movie, The prisoners are convicted felons who apply for this fancy prison. They go there by choice. So you would expect it to be like a very fancy, beautiful prison interior. But yeah, in the end, it seems like they ran out of money after casting Chris Hemsworth and Miles Teller because it's just super generic. And as you say, like Instagrammy, but not in a positive way. I thought the basic premise of the movie was a little bit shaky because basically what they're doing is they're conducting experiments by attaching this pack and injecting people with various drugs, seeing what they do. And one of their big revelations is that they can make someone fall in love. And then the next day that person doesn't feel any emotion. So there's quite an early scene where... Jim or Jeff, what was it, Jeff? Jeff. Jeff, sorry. There's an early scene where Jeff, you know, basically is injected with this drug and sort of makes out with this woman and everything. And then the next day feels nothing for her and it's all worn off. And in my day, that was called alcohol. You know, that experiment's happening every Saturday night all over Sydney, I can tell you now. I don't know. It just didn't really hit it for me. There's some interesting things and it looks good. And there just doesn't seem to be much story. There's just a bit of an experimentation. Of course, eventually everything goes horribly wrong. Then in the end, basically Chris Hemsworth, he's, he has a Moby pack and it gets damaged and it injects him. And he basically flies a plane into a cliff and our heroes take off in a very nice looking speedboat that you would wonder how they would drive. But anyway, and then they talk about life waiting for them and all this sort of stuff. So 
obviously they weren't planning on the feds busting them or anything like that. It was almost had a little bit of a vibe to me of a 70s psychedelic movie. And I, I thought the theme of it was really interesting because there is a little bit in the media these days about psychedelics and how they could be used positively. Like there is, it was a bit topical. It would have, I think, made a really nice short series, you know, like three, like four, five episodes. Like I felt it maybe would have been better in that format. For me, it would have been better as a Black Mirror episode. Are you, are you watching yeah, that's Black right. Mirror? It feels like a, a movie-long episode of Black Mirror, but not as dark and cynical as Black Mirror. It just goes to Hollywood in the end. Yeah, the ending is, you know, where the boat literally takes off into the sunset. It was like, what? No one's feeling guilty about anybody dying previously or causing basically Chris Hemsworth to, you know, die. sort of implies that he deserved it, but still. You know, they've just escaped this thing. There doesn't seem to be any food or unlimited petrol on the boat. <laughs> But off they go into the sunset. More than likely, they're going to end up talking to a soccer ball or something like Survivor with Tom Hanks. In Australia, that, that might happen, given the rarity of human beings you will meet there, especially in Queensland. Now, I don't have a Chris Hemsworth story. I do know someone who went to um, one of our dramatic academies with his older brother, who was you know, pegged to be a bit of a Hollywood star after Avatar, but it never quite took off either. The big thing for his brother Liam Hemsworth, originally I think many said was the even more handsome one, which is, I guess, a hard currency in the Hemsworth family. He was, I think, he had this breakthrough first and he was supposed to be, I feel like, the, the big star because he was in the Hunger Games movies. Was he? I've never seen Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was of interest. After that, uh, everyone thought it's going to pick up, but It didn't really uh, happen. Instead, Chris Hemsworth had to break through with the Thor movies. So uh, now I don't know what Luke Hemsworth is then, to be honest. Uh, hasn't he been married to Miley Cyrus? Chris Hemsworth? But, yeah. No, no, Luke, Liam Hemsworth. No, no, that was Chris. Chris was married to Miley. No, no that was Liam. No, no, it's <laughs> Liam is married This to This is Mark. not your generation. <laughs> You're too young for that. No, <laughs> no he's married. No, Liam Hemsworth was married to Miley Cyrus. Or at least engaged. No, he's not. I guarantee you. I'm going to look this up right now. Right. Liam Hemsworth, Miley. Okay, I've just looked it up. And if you just put in Miley and Liam Hemsworth, you'll see them together. It was. Yeah, but you were, didn't you say Chris Hemsworth was uh, engaged to her? Yeah, I'm saying Liam, not, oh, not Chris. Yeah, but I've got the wrong. Well, they all look the same to me. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is like me. He's basically an Aussie with a Spanish uh, woman. Same body and facial structure and uh, yeah, height yeah. as well. It's like looking in a mirror. It's like looking in a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> as a movie, I would have to, you know, give it, I'd have to give it two and, and a half. Didn't even, you're already rating. I didn't even say anything. Give me a okay. chance to okay, go, go, give go. my five cents as well. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> I think it's hard to talk about the movie without spoiling it because I agree with you that I found the premise and the beginning, maybe the first half an hour is, is quite promising, except flaws in the set design. I did like the acting by Chris Hemsworth. I thought the acting by Marcella was okay. Uh, there were some interesting side characters like the uh, muscular guy and the older, um, a bit roughed up lady. What was that all about? <laughs> I thought it was it was uh, quite funny how it is uh, insinuated that uh, they're gonna make him have sex with the with the muscular guy. I uh, was a little bit thinking the same. So it's generally an, an interesting premise, but 
I saw the story instead of getting really conspiratorial, dark, going really into it. In the second half, it just becomes the kind of a Hollywood movie with a Hollywood ending, like you said, driving away into the sunset. And also the background stories of the hero's chef and then later the this girl, Lizzie, played by Johnny Smollett, also plays a bigger role. They have just these cliche Hollywood prisoners background stories, like one guy, okay, the guy he did drunk driving, which is terrible, but he basically killed his drunk friends. So don't they all kind of deserve it? And then she left her kids in a car and they died because of the heat in the car, which is like so terrible a punishment for her in itself. So it's like you would have thought these people did something really terrible, you know, like they, they murdered uh, someone uh, like point blank. But no, it's of course these hero stories where it's like, I don't know, it was way too Hollywood for me. It wasn't really like uh, people where you where you were in any kind of moral ambiguity where you were thinking, Maybe these people deserve it a little bit. I don't know. What do you think about it? The only thing is I thought with that, I did notice that, but I thought maybe the the fact that they had these kind of criminal backgrounds that were quite damning on their consciences, that they might have been more likely to volunteer for some sort of experimental thing so they could forget their bad deeds. Do you know what I mean? That's a good point. Yeah, that is. I did think uh, that. I mentioned a bit. Pretty mild crims, but then I thought, oh, they've got psychological torture, so maybe they're likely to go for this sort of thing. Yeah. So as I mentioned in the beginning, the whole movie is actually based on a New Yorker short story, which is called Escape from Spiderhead, which I would really recommend. Um, you can just Google it; it's freely available. It's a half an hour read, and uh, the short story only uh, covers a little period within the movie, and you. Obviously, they wrote a movie around it. The short story author is even one of the writers credited uh, for the movie. But in the short story, you don't really learn about the past from uh, Chef, but it is implied that he did something really terrible. I thought it would have been more intriguing if he would have been really like, uh, yeah, I don't know, maybe even like raping and killing someone or something like really where you where you ask your own morals. And it also is implied that it is a government-led program, but then, of course, in the movie, it's just Chris Hemsworth, uh, who is basically behind this all alone, and he's the simple bad A wealthy yeah, it's like, scientist. Exactly, exactly. There's no, like, oh, he's just a puppet from the government, so the society decided to do this. But no, he's just a cliché mad scientist who went rogue. Yeah, but he's just too model-esque to be mad. I think, and young, quite young to have like a compound on a beautiful island that you have to get flown into by seaplane. <laughs> well, he, he does live in Byron Bay, I mean, Chris Hemsworth, so it's not too far away from that. I actually should mention, it was nice to uh, see that movie uh, in the way that it gave me a lot of nice memories of Australia, because you obviously can see that. But I look like Chris Hemsworth, is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly, because <laughs> <laughs> seeing Chris Hemsworth, what? I was remembered of of Jared all the time. Yeah, well, um, I get my glasses from Priceline for five ninety five. So <laughs> if only Chris Hemsworth could see me now. <laughs> but it is uh, it is obvious that the movie is shot, at least the um, scenes uh, shot from an airplane, around uh, the Whitsunday Islands and around Ellie Beach. You should go, but as it always is, the people who live in the country sometimes try to avoid the cliche touristic Instagram sites, I guess. Yeah, or they're just not as interested as something overseas. Although the way 
things are going at the moment in Australia with you know COVID restrictions coming back in slowly. Who knows what's going to go? You may be stuck there again for a while. But it was it was quite nice to see that early beach with Sunday Islands. We were literally driving or shipping in a uh, sailing boat by the fake Spiderhead compound with a typical uh, shipping boat captain who uh, probably was drinking one or two too many in his spare time and was uh, behaving a little bit like a dictator on the shipping boat. So I always love these uh, these captains who are like, now I'm on the board. I'm the I'm the god. <laughs> All these old salty sea guys. Is that what you mean? Yeah, you have to listen to me. It's very, <laughs> very, very charming. I felt like at home. So how many Stana would you give this? <laughs> yeah, so I would honestly, I would give it two and a half Sterne. I'm sorry, guys, we'll we'll try to cover a better movie next time. The premise is interesting, the acting of Chris Hemsworth is good, but it just doesn't go through with it and just becomes a typical Hollywood uh, movie in a, in a not positive way in the end. How about you, Jared? I would give this two and a half Sterne as well, but one Sterne for Chris oh. Hemsworth's glasses, which I felt stole the show. Best supporting acting by his glasses, I felt. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, but uh, not sure who's going to win the Oscar, Rebel Wilson or uh, Chris Hemsworth's <laughs> glasses. Yes, it's a bit of a toss-up. It's a bit of a toss-up. Um, yes, well, he did star in a movie with our Rebel. He was the love interest in one of her movies. Or was that Chris? I don't know, one of them. <laughs> it's actually uh, even three brothers, but I think no one uh, has ever seen Luke Hemsworth. I'm not sure he really exists. We'll wrap this one up for the moment and hopefully we'll get back to you with a better one. We might even review a series if Gregor's started watching anything, that we're watching the same sort of thing. We're eager to pretty much review anything on TV at the moment because that's the sort of life I lead. We have to compensate uh, for not being able to hang out on the couch uh, together. So you're missing me in the lounge room there, Gregor, while you're watching your shows? Every day, Jared. uh, I think I know we might even get a huge stuffed kangaroo with a little bit of a belly. And put it on the couch <laughs> just to be reminded That's of your presence. <laughs> and with that Chris Hemsworth glasses, of course, for oh, yeah, 595. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks again, everybody, and we'll be in touch soon. And hopefully we'll have something impressive for both of us and for you. Thank you. Bye bye.